0: Welcome back to season two of Saved Podcast, where we capture conversations over coffee. I am Corey, and today I don't have a co-host. Rather, she's uh, um, one of the ones I will be interviewing. What is your name again?
1: Um, I think it's Amia.
0: Amia? Yeah. Great to meet you. And uh, we're doing something special today, going off the old beaten path um, down south. The old beaten path down south. <laughs> um, we're joined with um, what was your name, Sam Goodnow. Oh uh, Sam and Jarrett Maxwell. Okay, that's right. Yeah, nice to meet both of you.
2: Nice to meet yeah, you. you too.
0: Um, these three went on a little trip last weekend, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm pumped to hear about it, and because it's been all over the news for the past two weeks, pretty much. And uh, what what did you guys go? Florida?
1: Yeah. yeah. Just like minus a lot of states, but good old tucky. Florida.
0: Good old tucky.
1: Kentucky.
0: <laughs> um where exactly in Kentucky?
3: Wilmore, Kentucky, I think yeah. is the
4: is Asbury the right? University? Asbury Theological Seminary.
0: Mm. And so this is where the is
3: the revival still going on?
1: Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah.
3: I think they've kind of moved it some different places, but yeah. like off the campus, mm-hmm. but yeah.
1: It's not as like Intense or widespread or all-encompassing of everyone's life on campus, but it's still happening. Yeah
3: Mm
0: -hmm. um, so I have a um, Bunch of questions. I'm sure other people listening do we have listeners from all around the world and (laughs) I am not joking just um, just Good, there's two people in the Netherlands. We got Four in Germany now. That's cool.
1: Do we have any India?
0: Always Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked recently I'll check while one of you guys are talking, mm. <laughs> which is the <laughs> worst <interested>. host move. <laughs> no, um, I'll check when we're done talking. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, uh, Mia came to me with the idea of just like, hey, like we went here. Uh, we want to, I think it'll be interesting to talk about. It has been all over the news, so it's, um, it's worthy of figuring out. And um, are you the only ones that went in our fellowship? No, there's more. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And we all went at different, times yeah, different too. times. yeah.
0: Is there anyone there now? Not that I don't I believe so. No, I don't think so. so. I think yeah.
4: some people went Sunday night, but hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's start off with, um, what is a
3: revival? Like what is actually happening? Uh, so from my understanding mm-hmm. and going there and talking to people and mm-hmm. whatnot research um so it was like typical church chapel teaching um and that ended and so the students that were there just felt like led to stay mm-hmm. and worship and pray uh, and so they did that and like kind of like domino effect long story short became like this two week long nonstop mm-hmm. prayer and worship mm-hmm. at this this uh, seminary uh In in Wilmore, Kentucky, Hmm.
4: all student led too. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. really amazing. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it's
1: like literally. I mean, the campus isn't very big, but it has taken over the whole campus and really the whole city of Wilmore Mm -hmm. because they have their main chapel where there's like I don't know, like twenty students who are like leading worship in a Mm -hmm. very simplistic way. They're just kind of all hanging out on the stage, and then in that chapel. The main one there's a lot of people couldn't count there's a lot of them but then they have i think two or three other smaller chapels that they're live streaming that too and those are also full of people hmm. and then they have their entire lawn that has a screen live streaming what's happening inside and there's thousands of people out there as well hmm. so it's like it's everywhere mm-hmm. essentially the whole
4: community is yeah taking over
1: even the, the guy who owned the subway he was singing about jesus
4: hmm.
1: <laughs> he also used to live in Cuyahoga falls so plug oh, for ohio nice
0: Subway, okay. eat fresh subway? Yes, that subway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um
4: even the bathroom line and a gas station 45 minutes long.
0: Really? Yeah. So I mean this like uh, revolutionized the city. Like yeah. You know, this impacted the whole city. The mm-hmm.
4: subway's
1: probably making like billions of dollars at this point.
0: And so I know that you're not uh that's not your your main church. Um so I don't know if you'll be able to answer this, but I might as well ask. Uh how many people were at the, like, starting of the service?
3: From what I... Because I had asked that. I was just curious, like, what's a typical amount of people. And it, usually, like, most of the seats there are filled. But, like, the way they described it is, like, there was nothing abnormal about, like, that first teaching before it started. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just typical um, attendance. And then, it, you know, it turned into this big, huge revival thing.
0: So probably, like, 400 people. It, it looks like... Less than that. Less than that? Yeah. yeah, than yeah. That? yeah. yeah. Like, 200? Yeah.
1: There's only, um, I'm looking it up right now, 1,613 students that go to Asbury. Mm. So wow. there couldn't probably be that many that were there on that exact day.
0: Um, so let's talk about stats. Uh, how many people were their total uh, going to this? You guys hear numbers
3: at all? I heard 20,000.
2: Probably like more. over the whole time, over 40, the,
0: over the course of like a
3: week. Yeah. I mean, I believe something like that, like yeah. going there, like it's yeah. crazy how many people were there. Mm. I mean, there
4: the was- <laughs> the line for even just non-students was 10 hours yeah. long the yeah. day that I went and you know, even for students, it was two and a half, three hours long on a Saturday. So.
0: And yeah. <clears throat> so were people just hanging out outside too?
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean the whole, the whole yard was filled with people singing, worshiping, praying together. Yeah,
3: they had to like bring like food trucks and like yeah. they had Salvation Army bring like bathrooms because they had to like mm-hmm. take care of these people out here. They got heaters because it's mm-hmm. cold out, so yeah. they, they had to well wow. meet the needs there.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I will uh put some pictures on our website that we kind of have <laughs> so you guys can see what we're talking about, <laughs> or I'll yeah. just post them on Instagram.
0: Um, it is a wild thing. I mean, this is like a, uh, we've never lived through something like this mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in our generation. Now, ironically uh, the movie Jesus revolution just came out uh, this week on Wednesday, Hmm. um, which is talking about the, the revival that happened in the seventies, the Jesus freak movement Mm -hmm. as it was. Um, and that was with, uh, led by Chuck Smith and, um, Greg Laurie was a young kid, just like came to Christ then. And um, so I'm, I'm. Have you guys seen that movie yet? No. I'm going
3: to. I really. A, to. Isn't there like like free tickets or something? Yeah. yeah, really.
1: Yeah, literally. Just there's no caveats to that. They are just free. You have to go to like at a t o m dot something. I don't know. Just look it up. But you can redeem one free ticket per person.
3: I think I saw something. like Greg Laurie said like since yeah. they're free you got to bring a friend who doesn't know Jesus something like that. <laughs> <you know, whatever>. Oh, <laughs> well, hey. sorry. Hey, it's hey, free movie. I mean, hey. I'll bring my boss. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so that's kind of ironic
3: that like the, the movie about the mm-hmm. first revival comes out during
0: yeah. uh,
3: the modern-day revival. Well, the thing, too, is that that wasn't even the first revival in Asbury. They had one in the like, 1970s, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so during wow. that same movie.
4: Yeah, that was yeah. the last
1: time that something like that happened mm. for that long of a period of time.
4: Because you were saying, what, it was like 50 years ago was the last?
1: Yeah, whenever. It was like the end of the 70s, so mm. I, I don't really feel like doing the math on that. But it was a decent chunk of time ago. And then there was, I believe it was like 2008, there was like a three-day-long revival. But other than that, like, I mean, it's been over two weeks at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah.
0: Um, so, with this being a revival, it's people being excited for Jesus. Um, well, that's what um, the media puts it as. Like, when the news mm-hmm. broadcasts on it, they're not just like, people are coming to know jesus christ as their lord and savior they're just saying like there's christians and they're excited (laughs) and they're happy um so are
3: people getting saved did you um hear anything about that hear any stories Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not only like hearing it but i mean you see people like walk up to like the altar like i watched this like grown dude grown man crying some other grown man's arms like Confessing his sins and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just wild. Like, you see a bunch of people, like, they will stand up. They'll ask, like, who wants to get saved, and people mm-hmm. will stand up, and then they'll pray the prayer or whatever, and then they'll, like, celebrate with them, and then people mm-hmm. will walk up to the altar. So, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure, I mean, obviously, I don't know the extent of those conversations at the altar, but, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. receiving yeah. Christ and acknowledging that stuff, yeah.
4: I mean, there were people, you know, when they, you know, asked for people to come up if they wanted to accept Jesus, it was mm-hmm. wild because we were outside in the courtyard and then you just hear yeah. the entire sea of people like mm. cheering out yeah. for these people who just came into the kingdom, which mm. is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just even, you know, beautiful to see people so excited about people coming to know Jesus and that it was happening too. Yeah.
1: I, um, I've seen some TikToks that are like, Oh, at Hasbury, they're not preaching the gospel and it's just blah, 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 blah. And like, even people who are like, I went and I never heard the gospel. And I'm like, I literally don't know how that's possible because, <laughs> so it was like the main thing that was happening was like worship service, singing music, but every hour, probably they had some sort of like devotional thing and they were just frequently sharing the gospel and mm-hmm. frequently saying mm-hmm. like, here's how to commit your life to Christ. And mm. I mean the full thing, like you're a sinner, you're broken, you're far from God, you need to know Christ. He died for you. Yeah. You can come into a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And like then it was really beautiful cuz you could see people like standing up across the room who wanted to come to know Christ. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: And they also told us when we were there that um because there've been other re- revivals in other colleges inspired by this that on sun no, Saturday night 88 people at the University of Michigan received Christ. In Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Which is cool that it's like not an you know, yeah. Christian not not school. Kentucky.
1: You know, so. Yeah. So I mean, and then he listed a bunch of other universities with other numbers too, but that was I that was the highest one that he had said. And who knows like if all of those were like legit people coming to know Christ. But either way, if you have like 10% of those people, that is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, okay. So I have a question of Um I haven't heard of our fellowship saying come on up after ct to pray to receive christ um should we start doing that like (laughs) are we are we missing something here that's a uh playing devil's advocate of course Mm. um yeah so like what should we be doing like are we doing something wrong or Mm. what's going on
4: Mm. i know we did do that uh last year yeah, yeah, I, I do bit. remember that. Yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs>
3: but on, on, average, that. on average, on average. That's something uh, Calvin and I had actually talked about when we were down there, because Calvin went with me, some of the guys on Friday night, um, of like how that's, it's pretty cool. Like we don't have to do like the come down to the altar type thing. Mm. But uh, it was something I did. I taught our fellowship group last yeah. night. I just said mm. like, if you want to receive this, pray this prayer with me and come for your own heart. And, yeah. you know, mm. said the prayer. So like yeah. stuff yeah. like that I think is really cool. It's like, you know. Yeah. Why not? Like, if people want to receive this, like, give it, you know, here's an opportunity right here, right now, you can do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a side note every time uh, uh, people feel led
0: by the Spirit to be like, um, before comments or questions, I'm just going to pray for, for anyone that wants to receive yeah. Christ just mm-hmm. right now if they're feeling led by the Spirit. Uh, during those times, I get like hyped up and I'm, I literally just close my eyes and I literally nonstop praying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Be like, Lord, mm-hmm. convict someone's heart right now, convict someone's <laughs> heart right now, convict yeah. someone's heart right now. Mm-hmm. And I just, continually praying during those moments. I I don't know, like, I uh, hope to get to heaven one day and they would be like, hey, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Or just, uh, but yeah, it's uh, th- those are powerful times and mm-hmm. I, I definitely think, um, uh, should we do that every time? You can. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But just people feel led by the Spirit. It's like, no, I have to. The, the Lord told me I, I pretty much have to here. <laughs> yeah. so like, this is a great opportunity for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, when people inviting people up. What do you think about that?
1: I think to clarify, they didn't, it wasn't always like we are doing a full altar call and you can come up here. Mm. It was, sometimes they did that. Sometimes they were just like, here's the gospel. Sometimes they were like, here's the prayer. But then they would pretty much always be like, if you want to be connected to a church, if you want to understand what discipleship is, if you want a Bible, you can come up here. Or if you want to be prayed for, for whatever, come up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But that didn't answer your question. So.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, I, Kinda of just wanna talk about it. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I think uh sometimes there probably were people there that were already Christians and would be like, Yeah, I want to get saved. Mm-hmm. Um and is that bad? Not necessarily. Um if the, the fact is people are excited for the Lord, people mm-hmm. are coming to know the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's like not as many people as, you know truly made that heart decision and they're just like, I just feel good right now. And it's an emotional thing still, yeah. you know, it's something to praise God about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so I want to get into, uh, more personal stories of like things you guys experienced there. Each one of you. Um, let's see. Uh, I, d- I did have uh something happen, So I posted a meme on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see that. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, Satan's like, uh, what happened at the Grammys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sam Smith singing that Holy Song, which I really liked. And now it just has a bad taste. Yeah. I'll still listen to it because it's a cool beat. I like the production <laughs> of it. But then, like, every time I listen, I think of the whole, all the Grammys just worshiping Satan, basically. Um, yeah. And uh, basically just having fun with it and be like, yeah, it's fun being satanic and yeah. being the devil. And so the meme was Satan saying, I'm going to get the Grammys to worship me uh, for five minutes. And then it, uh, it said, God says, hold my coffee. <laughs> and it just showed pictures of the Asbury like, thing going on for mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. It's like, uh, haha, that's pretty funny that you think five minutes <laughs> is a lot. Um, so I posted that uh, and I got some comments on there um, about it being a cult uh, and Pretty much, it was just uh, someone posted the definition of a cult, inferring that this thing was led was a cult activity. Um, Sorry, so, guys. Um, what are your thoughts on that,
3: Jarrett? Um, well, did you show up to a cult meeting last weekend? <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I don't think that I did. Um, I I will say like. I think it's easy, maybe especially coming from like our church, where we're not as um emotional based, like the worship and, and like they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to kind of almost be kind of judgmental of that of like how legit is this yeah. to uh, clarify we do worship, yes, just right, not we the do singing. Right, yeah. singing worship yeah Yes, band. right, The yeah. singing worship. Yeah, good point. Which we,
0: I mean, technically we do. We, yeah. we do, yeah. we, we, we got got out Sunday. But not at our service. main meeting. Yeah, yeah. not right. at our
3: main meeting. So it's easy to to knock that and be like, well, this is kind of weird and like, mm-hmm. how legit is this? Uh, but that was something that we had prayed about before going in there. Like, let's see what God's doing. Because mm-hmm. obviously God can work through, mm-hmm. you know, singing worship and, you know, there's a place for it. The yep. uh, Bible talks about this. Absolutely. Um, so let's go in there and see what's, what's going on. Um and, you know, if, from my viewpoint, pretty legit, as far as like the cult thing, it's like uh you could i don't know the the definition that guy posted I saw was like excessive obsession or something like that mm-hmm. It's like i mean there's a lot of things that people do, like job uh, i don't yeah. know any mm-hmm. pro athlete ever <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. is obsessed are they mm-hmm. are they part of a cult like no
0: yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm involved in like. A hundred different cults, man. <laughs> like, video games is a cult That's at times. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, it's um, the definition of a cult is so broad. I don't even know if that was a correct definition.
1: It didn't feel correct. Mm-mm.
0: I bet it was. I mean, I bet there's a definition somewhere that defines a cult like that. And it's not far off. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember getting called a cult uh, in high school because mm-hmm. I went to a Bible study. Like, you're involved in a cult. I was like, it's the best cult around. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I worship one guy. and
1: uh, He's actually, um, it's three beings, so, you <laughs> know. That's
3: not spirit. Yep. <laughs>
0: um, and so, yeah, I i definitely don't think uh, what's going on in Asbury is, is a cult activity. When it comes to that definition, sure. But when it comes to, like, what, what do we actually think of a cult, like the when people say cult, I don't think it's that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also literally no coercion, no forcing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. people are just showing up.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Like...
1: And waiting yeah. 10 hours in line yeah. to get in. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah. yep. and There's no gun to people's heads. Yeah. They made their yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a cynical approach.
0: Like, mm-hmm. oh, pe- Like there's 20,000 people uh, praising a God that I don't believe is real.
2: Yeah.
0: It's probably... They're probably drinking some juice or selling <laughs> drugs out there or something going on.
1: <laughs> the subway. yeah Yeah. that subway
0: dude is making a killing (laughs) you know i
1: mean okay the subway is really not that important but it is the only like food place in this entire city Mm. and it's right there yeah Yeah. absolutely
0: um okay um so let's get to story sam do you have anything that you want to share about uh just something that blew you away or just a time that you had down there
4: oh boy okay (laughs) (laughs) um so kind of going into it was definitely like what what am i gonna what are we getting into what's going to be happening is it just worship and you know again like like we were talking about it's not like singing worship is a big part of our fellowship or um even a part of my own worship of god but um so i was kind of even just already going in, being like, Am I quote unquote even gonna fit in? Just mm-hmm. thinking about like, or already comparing myself and judging these other people, judging myself, worrying if God's judging me yeah. for not getting into it or whatever. But, um, so we got there, and, um, I guess like there's like two, two things that were kind of hit me, but it was one when, um, Sierra and I were waiting in line, um, i can't explain it but just like something came over me of we were we were standing in line we were looking over the courtyard where all these people were outside just watching this live stream Mm. and they started singing um a song all together but then it was just i I can't explain it besides it was almost like heavenly of watching Mm -hmm. all these people start to bow in the name of jesus Mm. and just worshiping him and it it hit me of like oh my gosh I've never been in a place where so many people are just worshiping God. Mm. So grateful for God, just wanting to be in the presence of the Lord. Um, so it was just, it was breathtaking to yeah. see that of this is what heaven is going to be like, where we're all just coming together in yeah. joy just to worship our creator. Hmm. Um, it was just a beautiful picture that I can't wait to experience in heaven. Um, so that gave me excitement to wait in line for two hours yeah. <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then when we got inside, um, you know, we, we were gotten to the, the seat and, um, immediately it was just like so much energy. Mm. Um, and they, we got in the middle of when they were singing some worship songs, Sierra yeah. and I did not know any of the words, eventually we figured it out. Um, and so immediately again, my own like selfish judgmental self was seeing everybody around me seeing how excited they were seeing how joyous they were singing singing these songs Mm. i was like i'm not doing that like what is wrong with me god that Mm. i'm not experiencing this i'm just here like i kind of feel awkward like if i accidentally touch somebody while you know they're flailing their arms like (laughs) am i am i not like good enough am i not spiritual enough am i do you like what's wrong with me yeah um and this had been like a precursor to like just something I've been feeling for a couple months now hmm. of like trying to work through with the Lord. And I, I don't know how much time we have or however much you want me to go into it, oh, but there's but... no time limit. here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, uh, it, so you, so then Sierra and I started to loosen up and we started like singing the songs too. Cause hmm. I just kept repeating it. It was so much fun. Hmm. And then it hit of like, I can just be comfortable being in the presence of God. I don't have to meet any expectations. I don't have to, you know, show off for people. I can just sit and be with God in the way that I know his and I relationship is and how I worship. I don't have to meet any of these standards or whatever. It's not a show. Um, But then it came time for people. They invited anybody who's 25 and under to come up and give testimonies. And they kind of gave like the ABCs of testimonies to be like, it is about God. Like your testimony is about Jesus and what he has done, Mm -hmm. Um, which I really appreciated Mm -hmm. um, that they were like, make this about Jesus, not about yourself. Um, So then a couple people went up and it was so sweet because just the crowd screeching and cheering for these Mm -hmm. people talking about what God has done in their lives recently is it was just beautiful. And it was so cool because you know, you try to post like any of that online or share it with your friends, and they're like, You're freaking weird. But mm-hmm. you know, just a whole room of people glorifying God for what He's done in these people's lives. Yeah. Um And then I was, you know, sitting up there, um, and a lot of people started talking about how God has delivered them from their depression, their anxiety, um, suicidal ideation and all that stuff. And I I I kind of got hit of like am I a a sinner or like an unredeemed person or just not good enough? Do you not love me anymore? Because the past six months have started to battle more and more of like a depressive episode, Mm. I would say. Um, I have just felt a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression and I've dealt with that my entire life. Um, But then like, you know, it went away for a while Mm. and I was like, praise Jesus. You, you know, you cured me from this. This is great. And then, You know, the past six months have been kind of rough. Um, And it came back and I just have started doubting of like, Lord, do you even still love me? Am I doing something wrong? Hmm. Have you left me? And this has been the past six months. So when hearing these, um, you know, young people come up and talk about how God has delivered them from this, I couldn't help but think, what's wrong with me? Hmm. Have you left me? And so, but then what hit me is this girl came up and she said, only a few words, but she said, God delivered me from my jealousy. And at first, I was, like it hit me and I just started weeping because the word she used was delivered. Hmm. And a lot of times, you know, I personally try to fix myself, be like, I have to figure out my sin. I have to figure out what's yeah. wrong with me to be able to fix it. And this girl just used the word delivered of like, we are helpless in our sin, like Romans talks about. Hmm. And it was just almost freeing to hear this girl say that of I can ask God for deliverance from this too. Hmm. Um, and then she said, God had not left me in my doubt. And then started weeping even more. So <laughs> was matching the energy levels of everybody else around <laughs> me finally. But um, so then it was sweet because on the way home, got to explain and pray and just confess all of my doubt about God's love um, to my, you know, to Sierra, but also to God. Um, and I, you know, really forgot that we were in a spiritual war because the next mm. day woke up in complete, like, panic, um, mm. just Felt like all the accusations in the world were like just hitting me so hard. And um, I had like gotten no sleep because like I would wake up in a panic attack, go back to bed, have a nightmare, have like these really intense dreams and then wake up again in a panic attack. And so I um, was that next morning was reading Romans 8. Um, because I was like, I have to do something because right now I just feel like my whole world has been turned over. I just felt all this freedom. What the heck happened? Mm. Um, and then I, I realized that, um, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but in the sense of, I think a lot of people, including myself are naive to the fact of like, yes, God can cure mental illness, can cure depression, anxiety, but I think it's naive to think that that's just going to go away for forever. And that's something I thought. Mm. So it was almost like freeing to hear God say, I have not left you just because this is happening. We're, we live in a fallen world yeah. and it's, you know, things are hard. Um, things are going to come back. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was just freeing to know that God still has a plan, even if this stuff is happening again. So, um, But then again, (laughs) our accusation came. didn't end um, after that freedom. But I just, this happened yesterday where I was just praying, um, you know, God, God, I don't know how to view this of like, I, I still, again, feel like bad because I'm I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling hopeless, even though I know these things. Um, Like, am I supposed to just live the rest of my life knowing that this could always be a thing? And then I got to me thinking about like physical ailments of like, People having to trust God, you know, for the rest of their life with physical things, and then I, I can't explain it. Besides, I feel like God came down to me and said, "Will you trust me, even if this is for the rest of your life that you are, you have depression or anxiety, um, of some form or level?" Mm. And instead of that feeling hopeless of like that may happen, it was mo- mainly like freeing. Of Hmm. I can trust that God still loves me, still has a plan for my life, still has a plan for these, you know, this depression and anxiety, even through it. And it's not hopeless as God has a plan. I can trust him. So did he promise to take all that stuff away when I got saved? No. Um, Did he promise to make my life easy? No. But he promises that he's not going to leave me. Hmm. Sorry, that was long winded, but like, (laughs) let her cook, man. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think it's been sweet because I've been praying for a revival of my heart, Hmm. and then when this world, this word revival in Asbury came up, I was like, "Well, I better go like check it out." Um, No, God, me, not (laughs) that city. (laughs) But (laughs) um, I don't know. It was just. It's not like I left feeling, oh, my God, I feel so great and uplifted. I actually felt worse. But, like, I think the Lord has used this to bring out a lot of just different identity mm. issues that I have, but also my mistrust in him, mm. but also that he's not yeah. left me in that mistrust either.
0: Mm. Um, well, I mean, thanks for sharing and being vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, it, it's a beautiful story. I have so many thoughts. Um I don't want to I can't share all of them. Or else we'll be here forever but <laughs> um I guess one thing that I will share is deliverance from jealousy. And I think uh that causes contention in my heart when um even like with this revival, you know? Cuz I look at this revival and be like, "Yeah, well not me I guess like yeah, you know yeah. you know mm. I'm not excited and mm. uh but so they're probably like they're probably not like gonna be sad tomorrow when they wait and like I'll be cynical about it yeah, yeah. and that was I, exactly I, I what just, I just like close my heart off and um I can't rejoice and um it's it's because I'm I'm jealous that um I don't get to feel all these certain ways um but that's not even true, you know? Like, I've I've had plenty of revivals in my life personally. I've, uh, um, the Lord has definitely shown me. But also, yeah, the Lord doesn't promise, like, hey, like, I'm gonna make you feel happy all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm going to make you significant. Yeah. And, uh, so what I think of myself, and I think of you, and, like, what you're saying. Yeah, we have, uh some emotional issues, emotional baggage that we carry around. Um, but the the point is like I I trust you, Lord, with with this, and so that I can go help other people come to a revival themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a you know a, a sacrifice that we have to make, and it is difficult. But uh, the Lord promises so much, and uh, it, it's it's really cool when we can just hand our baggage and all these worries and all, all these problems over to him. Say, like, can you take this away from me so I can focus on doing your work over here?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he does. He does do that. Um, I don't know. I have, I have a lot more thoughts, but uh, I want to hear some other stories.
1: Um, I just have to say, because the reason that I wanted uh, Sam to be on this episode is because I think that her testimony of that is really powerful because... I think probably a lot of younger Christians or just, I don't know, any, literally any of us, it's really easy to, like she said, like, forget about the spiritual warfare, forget about reality and go back and then just be like, oh my God, the Lord must have done nothing. And he must have not actually worked on my heart because Mm -hmm. like real life is hard. And I'm not always in this heaven state that it is to be 24 seven worshiping the Lord. And so I just think it's a good, like, for warning to put out there of like Satan is going to come after this and I'm mm-hmm. sure that he already has in a hundred thousand ways I mean like there's already called accusations yeah. of that but he he will kill and steal and destroy as absolutely much as he can and so I think like we need to be aware of that and I hope that I'm sure that they're talking about that there but I just hope that message goes out to all the people because there's so much freedom that's being yeah. experienced and he wants to destroy that
0: yeah I th- I think it's important that you brought up your story too because, um, yeah, like we can be cynical about it and be like, oh, you yeah, know, this will go away tomorrow. Um, but honestly, that is the truth too, um, and that needs to be said as uh, and I hope people can recognize that very soon because they're gonna be,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, literally on the mountaintop of mountaintop experiences. Like, yeah, uh, they're like just you talking about it just makes me excited, you know, and I'm sure being there is just like feels like heaven. It's like, holy shit. This like this is great. This is what my whole life is going to be like. And then they go home and wake up the next day and be like, yeah. Oh, I'm still sad though. Yeah. yeah. And uh my life still doesn't work out.
1: I do think though that there there is real like actual heart change and probably permanent healing that mm-hmm. has happened there. Physical, mental, whatever. So it's not like it's truly all going to go away, but the hype and a lot of that the, the emotional stuff yeah. Yeah. is going to yeah. go
0: away, and that's yeah. what drives me. That's what drives a lot of people. Yeah, is totally. that They come around. I mean, we've seen this with uh, people here. We've met people that yeah come to know the Lord and it feels like you know they just received a million dollars and they wake yep. up the next day and be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this though. Yeah, yeah. but um, and so it, it is sad, but it's it's reality. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it, it's good to um for us to know like when we're trying to reach people for christ and tell them um, we have to make it clear like jesus is not here to cure all your problems yeah mm-hmm. um he's he's here to give you an abundant life a significant life he, he's here to help you through your problems he wants to take upon like all your anxieties and worries um he wants to give you so much like you know we can go on but um so it is worth it definitely is worth it yeah, but it's not the easy life yeah um, mm-hmm. it's not the uh, singing and worshiping and crying and joy every single day life. Um it it's uh it's a life of giving up ourselves, picking up yeah. our cross daily. That's the kind of life um that Christ wants to give us and teach us how to become like him. Mm-hmm. So um anyways, uh Jared. Hey um <laughs> I heard you went to this
3: thing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> craziest yeah. It's um, a crazy coincidence,
4: uh, Jared from Asbury. <laughs> What's up?
3: So,
0: so, let me ask you, uh, who all went? If, was there a, wasn't there like ten people or something?
3: Um, who went with me? Uh, while we went Friday night. Did you? I, oh, sorry, did you all go the separate. same time? No, separate. Times.
1: <laughs> like truly, we were all with. We people got breakfast you. Oh,
3: wow. with Sam and Sierra at yeah. Cracker Barrel. I not. But then we, when we got home, I think is when Amia and her crew got there. Yeah,
1: and then like three dudes came when my group of people was leaving.
4: Plug for Kentucky Cracker Barrels. Oh my gosh! First time ever Uh, having it. True story. Anyway, point. Um, But who went
3: with me uh, was it was Blake, Jack Seipel, and Calvin. We went down there uh, Friday night. Got there about nine o'clock or so. Hmm.
0: And so, what was your
3: reason for going down? Um. Well. We were hearing about it. Uh, Kyle had had messaged our, our Nitro Dudes chat and was talking about it, and, and Calvin had mentioned how a buddy of his had gone there and had then messaged their like old high school chat, talking about Jesus and like giving the gospel, and he thought that was really cool. Um, so there was like something coming out of that. Essentially, we went down there because we wanted to see what God was doing. Like, mm. We were hearing about this going on, and we wanted to see it for ourselves. Um, so that's why we went. And that's what I told a lot of the people that asked, like we had people that, like we were leading that. Like, why'd you come down? I, was, yeah. like, well, I want to see what guy was doing. I mean, <laughs> it seems like he's doing something. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, went down there. Uh, I mean, I, we were praying coming in. I'm just like. Uh, God show us what you're doing and like what's coming here. Like we're outside of our comfort zone. This is like we're coming into something, you know, our church doesn't do like this during our normal services. We're very like, you know, teaching, you know, with a church for the unchurched. So we're just like teaching, you know, very theologically sound or whatever. Mm. Um, but we don't have like the big worship stuff uh in our in our teachings. But um so it's easy to be like, This is kinda weird, it's different. So yeah. praying about that coming in of like just show us what you're doing and like let's 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 see what's going on. So we got there and we're just kinda taking it in. Um there's a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> like we've all said, uh, and just kind of almost, I was like almost in awe initially, just like, whoa, like we're outside, it's pretty cold, uh, <laughs> but people are really complaining about that, you know, yeah. like they're like, yeah. they're smiling, they're watching the, the, the live stream, they're talking, um, so we're just like listening to that, and I think when we got there, they're at the tail end of a sermon, and they give them the gospel, and we watched people that like wanted to re- receive Christ, they stood up, and then they received Christ, and like you were saying, Sam, everyone just cheered for him. it was mm. like crazy, even outside we were clapping, like, yeah, that's awesome, praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually we're like, right, how do we get in here? Yeah. Um, so we turned and we were like in the middle. And we, and, you know, if I'm being honest, we cut the line. Um, but <laughs> the, you know,
1: which, which line, the student line, the student line. Right? We cut the student line. What? Um, <laughs> that line say, is like ten people.
3: Well, so <laughs> there's a. It ended up being okay, and I think you know God. It was okay. and sure. I felt less bad about it at the end. But, <laughs> God um, forgives you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so we turned and we started talking to these guys. Um, we we just, this group of guys, um, and one of those guys uh, was a new Christian, uh, maybe been saved about seven months. Uh, found out about this revival on TikTok, and so he invited like five of his other non-Christian friends. Okay, so we're wow. like, "Whoa, this is really cool!" Yeah. So immediately he's talking to us. He asked me like what my testimonies. We're like sharing our testimonies with each other as we're walking through the line and I just gotta shout this guy out because he was so cool like just seeing like that that exciting faith where I think like and I'll get into like, kind of this a little bit later but of like when you grow you like become a Christian for a while you get kind of like the old Christian disease and like mm-hmm. you know like you just see that excitement mm-hmm. and like he was on fire and like before they walked in he like rallied his boys mm-hmm. these non-Christian Aww. dudes he's like alright guys I'm gonna pray for us before we go Aww. in here and like let's see what God's gonna do wow. and like, I'm just like watching like wow this is awesome yeah um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, he that was that was cool. Um, and they come into play later. But we go into the, the, the sermon or whatever, uh, the worship. Um, and they split us up because then we had so much seating. But we got to sit like front row, essentially, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, so Calvin and I were just kind of taking it in. Uh, we didn't know the, any of the songs, so we asked them. Some mm. people for the lyrics, we looked them up. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you're just kind of taking it in. It's foreign, but you're seeing people... Praise the Lord! Like to Sam's point, where it's like, whoa, it's like this is what heaven's gonna be like. Everyone coming together mm-hmm. from every background, nation, like worshiping mm-hmm. God. Like that is gonna be sweet. Um, I can't wait to see that. Um, but I think like the big thing that was really cool about this is that it was student led, uh, and they made a very big emphasis. Uh, one of the guys gave like a ten-minute little teaching thing, talking about how like you know, there's no like celebrity here or like one guy running the show like Billy Graham or anything like that. Like there's just like. The normal people, just like here, because mm. they they uh, trust the Lord, mm. and there's students up here talking about God. Um, he called it the uh, the anti Vegas, because mm-hmm. uh, like, like Vegas is like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, mm. but what happens here goes out, and making a big strong push for that of like send this out to your, your other colleges, to to your families, um, to Germany. Germany. Yeah, there were people. Yeah. From yeah. There, there were people from Brazil that were down there. Uh, anyway. Uh, it was, yeah, it was really cool. That was, that was cool. And they made a really strong plug for like discipleship and like people are going to want to come to this because, um, it's different from the world. Like why do people like seem to leave the church? These young people early in the church, it's not necessarily cause it's like, um, or it's like they were, they were saying like, uh. It's because they see that this isn't like, if they see that it's not authentic and like, well, you're not different from anything else in the world, why do I care? And, they, yeah. and they're gonna leave. So like developing depth and that comes from the spirit and God's word and like really pushing that song for discipleship, which is cool. Cause I mean, yeah. that's what we at our church emphasize. And I'm like, mm-hmm. praise God, bro, preach it. And like, this yeah. is, this is so true. Like this is how this, this kind of movement like spreads. You get people established and in, uh, in community, Christian community um, and you, and you build them up. So that was really cool. Um, and I think ultimately with with Asbury and the, the biggest takeaway for me, I just even think about it more today uh, was that look what happens when uh, you you put your faith in God and you step out um, like what, look at what God can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, People just at this movement were just trusting the Lord. They decided to stay in worship and it became this big thing. They were just praising God and talking about God. Um, even to that guy we met who brought his five non Christian friends, he mm-hmm. took a step of faith. He's like, hey guys, I saw this thing on TikTok. Let's go to Kentucky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're also from like Dayton, Ohio. So they're like close by to us. Um, that was really cool. Like, this is what happens. When, like, you, you trust the Lord and step out. Um, and like, we later connected with these guys afterwards and hung out with them the whole night. And like, I don't know. I, I hope we were an encouragement to that young Christian dude, uh, but he was a real, more or less an encouragement to me because of how excited he was. Mm. And I feel like sometimes it's so easy when you you've been a Christian for whatever. I mean, I've been a Christian for like ten years, but still, like they yeah. develop, you, you know, get into your comfort zone, your bubble, and you just play. You play it safe, and, <laughs> and you uh, get comfortable, and you you uh, move away from God's priorities. Um, I was just reading Haggai and that's like, you know, they, mm. he says to build the temple and they're like, well, we have our own thing. It's like, we'll yeah. get on God's mm. priorities. I was thinking about that and reflecting with this and in my own mm. life of like, yeah, I think I've, I've moved my priorities to like, oh, I'm married now. I got a full-time job. Things are different than I was in college. So, yeah. uh, but getting on God, God's page and like, uh, we're not building the temple, but we're building mm. God's mm. kingdom and yeah. uh, the temple is, is Jesus. Now he's in everyone and believers. Mm. Um, so let's, let's, build that and how do I get on God's page there? Um, and you know, with this movement, and, and just uh, when you trust the Lord in faith, like He's going to move powerfully. You know, I'm not, I'm not like God promises like a miracle, like somebody's going to come down from heaven. But He says, "Do you trust Me?" And like, uh, let's let's work. And like, I don't know. I just think that was really cool with Asbury and um, with those guys. That yeah, there was like a Snapchat group with those guys. Now that we met, oh. uh, we bonded <laughs> over Skyline Chili, which we later tried during the weekend. Oh. I liked it. Okay, it would be a hot take, but I <laughs> liked it. Did you get it. the platter? Uh, I got like a the the traditional like spaghetti and then like a coney dog but I
1: think oh it's the okay platter to, to like it when you eat it but then it's like about twenty minutes later when you really decide if you like it
4: you know they say that it was okay looks actually. the same going in as it does coming <laughs> yeah. out yeah <laughs> yep
0: I uh had it a few times and it's pretty good from what I remember
3: but oh, hopefully we get to hang out with those guys they want to come down and try Swenson's too so oh yeah I hope get to see better. those guys That's again and on. like you know <laughs> Uh, hopefully maybe those guys that came out, like they, they were, they like their big thing too, I should mention is like they wanted closer to God. That's what they all said, like why they came mm, uh, is they want to get closer to God. Uh, and they even were even the non-Christians. Yeah. The non-Christians were saying that um, like, that's why why I came here, why I listened to my friend. who was like, come with me to Kentucky. He's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I hope that they come to know the Lord uh, after talking to him afterwards. Like they, they liked what they had saw and uh, uh, were interested so I hope that they're able to get connected with what that dude's church he's got going to and stuff. But Yeah. It, it's one of those things where it's like
0: you, you show up there no matter what background you're from, you're just like, There's something's going on. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um yeah. It, it's uh intoxicating. Um even just like I I didn't even go and it's like I'm intoxicated by this thing yeah. because mm-hmm. it's it's taking over like news, it's taking over so many things like you know our fellowship is now being uh uh like partaking and like uh sharing what's going on and so um yeah i I hope that uh uh, more revivals not like it doesn't have to be like this big yeah i think this is like beautiful i hope there's more you know yeah i'll pray there's more but even just a smaller little revivals and just like people being uh,
3: intoxicated by yeah, by who mm-hmm. Jesus is and want yeah. to investigate him more and yeah. want to come to know him. It's something that like, I had thought about. It was like, I know God's capable and it's not <laughs> like God has done nothing with our fellowship. He's obviously been very good to us and mm-hmm. like been able to grow and see people come to the Lord and that's awesome, praise mm-hmm. God. But it's like, why that's... don't I see like a big revival movement like this? Kind of like mm-hmm. the jealousy thing you were bringing up too. I'm mm-hmm. like, why well, don't I see this? But it's like, uh, that's why I was reflecting, of like, well, maybe it's because I'm just playing it safe and I'm not going out there yeah. and being bold like this young mm-hmm. Christian was that yeah. I, I was hanging out with. Him, like, that was so cool. Yeah. Like, why yeah. don't I, you know, talk about Jesus? That's like the forefront of everything. Like, I'll talk about other things I'm interested in, like wrestling or like MMA. Yeah. Those things I talk about more. But then I'll get to God eventually and how I'm part of a Bible study. But yeah. it's like, let's yeah. emphasize that more. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Jesus, like, I can't get to talk about him enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this has been uh, a recent conviction
0: of mine. I was just talking to Ian today about it and. Talking to Graf last night. Um, let's see, how can I nutshell this? So, uh, what what sparked it was uh, what you were saying about like, you kind of just felt a presence. Like this is like wild what's happening. Like I'm walking into a different world. It feels like. Yeah. Um, and then what you were saying of that guy bringing his Christian friends out, um, those two things hit me because. Um, I spend like so long in my Christian walk. Like, yes, I want people to come to know the Lord, but when's the last time I just like hit up five of my non-Christian friends, like, "Hey, I want you to know about yeah. like Jesus. Come with me to this." Yeah, and it's just like that seems like terrifying to do that, <laughs> yeah. and or in my mind I'll just be like, oh, "They probably won't come, so I try," um, mm-hmm. and, um. So the how it merged into that, I'm thinking of the verse of uh fragrant aroma, like becoming a fragrant aroma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what uh that's what we really mean when we talk about going to Florida together as a church. Like it's like a taste of heaven. Yeah. When yeah. you show up to Asbury, it's a taste of heaven. Mm-hmm. It's it's that fragrant aroma. It's where it's that intoxicating mm-hmm. thing. And so um Yeah, if when I'm not intoxicated when I'm not, uh, filled up by this beer, when I'm not like feeling good, then I'm, I'm just going to be a uh, smelly to be around. And so <laughs> like, and then like, I don't even want to be around myself. I don't want to even invite people to be around. You know, I just want to, um, uh, be by myself. So it's like, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I'm processing out loud. Sorry. So I, I think, um, I'm just convicted about establishing a fragrant aroma Mm. um, in our body of Christ here and uh, being more bold and courageous uh, with thinking of creative ways uh, to evangelize and uh, share Jesus with people. I'll I'll talk about this this weekend. I'll probably share it in a comment, but you guys won't be there. We have a retreat. Mm. Um, But... uh, I, I thought of this idea of I was blowing leaves in my yard uh, this week. And then I had this thought: I'm like, damn, I'm old. I have a house, and I'm blowing <laughs> leaves. I'm like, how am I supposed to reach out to people? Like, it was so easy on campus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What am I supposed to do? And then I just looked at my road. I live on like a semi-busy street. I see cars passing and I'm like, it's getting warm out. I was like, it would be, it would be like so funny to just like get a couple boys, come over, drink some beer on the front lawn, and just have a sign that says free beer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right across from the middle school? Right across from the middle (laughs) school. That's funny.
0: But you know what? If I was driving down the road, I'm getting off work, and I see just some boys saying free beer, Mm. hell yeah, I'm stopping for a free (laughs) beer and drinking a beer. And I'm like, oh, my God, that would be a great way to evangelize people. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so – I'm going to fucking do that. Like that sounds awesome. And I <laughs> yeah. really am excited for when it starts warming yeah. up. I'm just going to get a few boys over and we're just going to offer beer to people that want to come and have a beer. Um,
4: I was trying to, th- I had a Mia. What's the equivalent for women to do that? I thought oh. that she
1: was trying to communicate that we should do that. And I was like, Sam, I'm underage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck?
0: Um, but, yeah, so I was, like, thinking about that, like, there's so many creative ways to evangelize that um, I want to um, implement yeah. and I want to not mm-hmm. hold back on. Yes. And I want to be bold where I just, like, hit up 10 of my friends that don't know Jesus be like, let's go worship God. And they're just like, what, who, who are you? Like, <laughs> what, what is going on? I'll be like, yes. if, I, "If if I'm joyful, if I'm excited about the Lord, mm-hmm. then it's going to be intoxicating. Yes. <laughs> Um, and that's probably why those guys showed up just Mm -hmm. like he seems really pumped up about this God thing. So Mm -hmm. shit, might as well. Yeah.
4: He was bold about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean to invite five people and go down by yourself to Kentucky and say, I don't even know what this is going to be like, but let me show you a little taste of God. That's, that's beautiful.
1: I, um, maybe like only three people want to hear me say this, but I have book recommendations um, and I'm sure I have said this on this podcast before, and you guys have 100% heard me say it. Unexpected Adventures by Lee Strobel and Mark mm. Literally. I actually have not
2: heard you say that.
1: Yes, you have. I've shared it at home church like five times. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I'll say it as many times as I can because it's a freaking phenomenal book about how to just talk about Jesus in your daily life mm. in like a really normal way. And it opens the doors for so many conversations. And if you don't want to read a whole book, just go to Dwell's app website whatever go to xsi 2016 2015 whichever one was about evangelism and listen to the teaching titled the exact same thing because it's freaking phenomenal
0: unexpected adventures
1: yes and if you don't want to read that you could also read god's Spaces by someone and if you don't want to read that you could also read how to talk about jesus without being that guy all 10 out of 10
0: remind me tomorrow morning to get on a Expected adventures. Wow, why is it? Godspace to... is also
4: second two out of two. <laughs> two out of two. That's your
1: rating? A two out of two? <laughs> That's <like 100%>, hundred <laughs> percent. It is, it's just really
0: funny.
1: <laughs> one out of one.
0: <laughs> um I'm making a reminder in my phone because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. uh wanting to start reading a book.
1: Yeah. It's and, also hmm. it's like stories but it shows a lot of principles about the stories so it's like it takes you 30 seconds to read one story essentially so it's if you're not a reader I think it's great because it's really quick easy it's fun it I feel like it really emboldened me to just like think creatively about how to share Christ with people like mm-hmm. I, I'll just say this story because I'm going to like <laughs> Lee Strouble, he um wrote for the Chicago Tribune for like years and he was just like everyone knew him to be this like kind of shady dude who hated everything and all these things. And then he became Christian. He wrote Case for Christ. You can watch the movie. It kind of details this. But he was taking his Christian friends back to his old office, and he was going up in the elevator to the Chicago Tribune. And the elevator opens, and it's his old coworker that he used to, like, go get wasted with all the time. And so the guy goes, Lee Strobel, how the hell are you? Like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, actually, I've become a pastor, and I'm a Christian now. And so the guy across the elevator says, well, I'll be damned. And Lee Strobel says, you don't have to be. Let (laughs) me tell you about Jesus. (laughs) Which is literally insane. And they're not all that crazy, but it's just like, we do not need to be afraid to just say things, because Mm. the Lord goes before us, and Mm. he prepares people's hearts. And we have no idea who's out there seeking, who has a soft heart and is ready to hear. Mm. So you just... I think just say the name of Jesus and people will be curious about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say like that's what I was thinking about too after reading Haggai. Is like, you know, they say build a temple and like, well, now's not the time. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you think about like, oh, I should have about my friend. Uh, I'll probably say no. Oh, I should tell him about and they'll probably think I'm weird. Like, mm-hmm. why do I think that? Like, mm. no. Like, yeah. Romans one sixteen. Like, I'm not ashamed of this. Like, it's the power. you know what <laughs> I right? was just gonna read oh, you know, it. Look at that. Praise God. But it's like <laughs> seriously. Like, why do I, you know? I just keep thinking about that post Asbury and just even yeah. today. I'm just like, man, what the heck. Like, why can't I just be like, Jesus, man, he's, mm-hmm. he is my savior. Right. He's done so many things. kind of just like, can, will you let me tell you about it. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. you don't want to force anything, but mm-hmm. still.
2: Yes.
3: Yeah. I.
0: Th- yeah. Well, okay. Uh, Amia.
1: Yeah. So, I just said so many things that are not even remotely related to what I wanted to share. But that's okay, because they were really cool. I think... Um, I mean, similar to Jarrett, like Kyle was like, "Hey, are you are you going to this thing?" And I was like, "I literally don't know what you're talking about." Mm. And then four days later, I was there, um, and I brought my roommates Monica, Diana, and then Hannah Maxwell. Your wife?
3: Shout out! <laughs> uh,
1: she came with us too, and it was really cool because Hannah and I came from this Johnny and Friends meeting thing that we were having for the people on the leadership team. So we were already like having a good time interacting with Christians that we don't normally get to see, and then we show up in Kentucky. And it was just, I mean, it was incredible. Just like, I mean, they said it was really shocking to see the amount of people that were there. And I remember like being in line and it, this will just never not be crazy to me because I was literally like standing next to people in line who were in the other line, the non-student one. And I was like, hey, how long have you been here? They were like nine hours. <laughs> like, girl, you you have been sitting in this line for nine hours and I've been here for like 10 minutes and I'm like three feet away from the mm-hmm. entrance, like I, the dedication that people had to being there was insane. I think if I had to be in line for nine hours, I would, but praise the Lord that I did not have to (laughs) do that Uh, because it was cold. But I mean, that just goes to show like people really, really wanted to be there. And I mean, this is kind of the same thing that I say about why people should support IGL and look into what's happening in India, because... God is working there. The mm-hmm. spirit is moving. And it's the same exact thing here. Like that is why I wanted to go to Kentucky. That is why people are waiting in line for nine hours because the spirit of God is moving there mm-hmm. really rapidly and really powerfully. And I mean, it's still going on. So by the time this comes out, who knows, maybe you still have a chance to go 10 out of 10 or two out of two. I recommend you, thank you. <laughs> that. Um, but I think some things that really struck me and I wrote down a lot of things. So I won't say them all, but, um, like just off of first impression, there was a lot of people there and I could tell, like, there's a lot of people here that are not from this country. And I was talking to people online who were like from South Dakota, from Texas, from Florida. And I was like, wow, you guys drove so far to come here. That's crazy. And then we're in the chapel and they were doing like one of their devotional things. And the guy was like, if you're from a different country, stand up and just like, All across the room, these people were standing up. Like, so, so many people coming from other countries. Like, I talked to people from Singapore. I talked to people from Ukraine, which, like, riddle me that. How is that even possible that you came here for this? Um, People from India. Lots of people from Brazil. People from Colombia. Just, like, literally everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. It was so cool. And I I texted my family group chat after that because I was like, this is literally, like, what... Uh, I should have wrote down the verse. I don't know what it is, but like every, every tongue and every tribe is mm. here worshiping Christ. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is the church. This mm-hmm. is what it is, It's people from all over who mm-hmm. are unified together because of Christ. And it was just, it was really incredible, especially because as you know, and maybe as the listeners of this podcast know, I I'm all about all the nations and how that's a repeated theme in the Bible that Christ mm-hmm. has come to save all of them. Um, and I will not go into how the entire Bible describes that this time. <laughs> just know that it does. And I've always been really convicted about that. So it was really cool to see that like in real time that all mm-hmm. these people people are here to worship Christ. Um, I think the next thing that was just like super like striking to me is that um, the guy was sharing something. And this was like 20 minutes after I had been there for the first time. We were there for like four hours, I think, the first night that we went. And he was... Literally just like, if you are hopping around to different churches because you're being critical of your church and you don't like what's going on there, don't do that. Like, why don't you go back to your church and you try and do something about that or actually find a place that you're going to stick? Because what Mm -hmm. matters is building relationships and committing to relationships.
0: Amen. And
1: that is how you should love and serve the Lord is by building these relationships. And he described, um, this happened like, I guess a few days before we were there, but there were these three dudes and two of them were holding up their friend who was just like sobbing and weeping and just like losing his mind because he, he realized like he had been in bondage to pornography and it was destroying his life and mm. he wanted to be free from that. And so they were literally like carrying him up to the front so these people could pray over him to be, I guess, to mm. be free from this and to hold to that conviction which, like in and of itself, the fact that they talked about porn was crazy to me because I was like, no one talks about that, and mm-hmm. I love when people do because very important to talk about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But just that visual of like, this is what we should be doing, is building relationships, is carrying our brothers and sisters, mm. physically, emotionally, whatever it is. So that was really cool and just super impressive to me because I think that the American church lacks that a lot, and I think that there is that um, tendency to church hop to just try and find what suits you when in reality it's about like why don't you go figure out how you can serve the Lord where you are Hmm. um but I guess aside from the things that I heard I kind of had the same experience as Sam of just like I have to be so on guard about my judgmentalism towards these people because this is really unique to us and really foreign to us and it felt like I literally had to be there for like three hours before my heart actually thawed to be able Hmm. to like see what was going on to let my guard down. But then I entered this like spiral of my deep male thoughts that was like, well, am I feeling this too much or am I not feeling it enough? (laughs) And like, how am I supposed to know if the Lord is actually working in my heart? And like, am I being spiritual enough? Oh my God, wait, that's so stupid. Why would I ever think that? That's not how that works. But like, what if I'm not thinking about it hard enough? Like literally,
0: I swear it was like anxiety. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was just like, I mean, that's just kind of how my thoughts work all the time, but an endless loop Mm -hmm. of thoughts like that. And then, at the at the end of like that first time that we were there, I was literally just like, shut the fuck up. Mm. Like, why don't you just sit here and think about God? Because that's pretty much the whole point of mm. why you're here is to worship the Lord and to focus on him and not like how I can try and be perfectly spiritual to get the best experience and have the most healing and like be yeah. the most sanctified, uh, which is the story of my life, I guess. Um, so that was just really humbling to like see how controlling i am in that aspect of my life but then be able to actually just enjoy like worshiping and seeing what the lord was doing so that is day one day two we were there for less time so I, i will have less things to say about this but um plug for the cdc's new report on depression and anxiety because it's really cool and really sad and 52% of women report experiencing prolonged sadness since 2021. So that's really sad.
0: Let's get to the why it's cool.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah. So that's just (laughs) setting the stage. I was thinking I was
0: like, Oh, so cool. I I didn't even notice
1: that that's how I was setting that up. Sorry. But the reason I say that is because this is like directed towards Gen Z. That statistic is from Gen Z people. Um and there's a lot of All of those things happening. And so at some point they were doing testimonies, just like Sam said, and there's this one girl and hopefully I can like put the recording on here because it was really cool. But she was talking about how she has felt so lost in her life and she has just like wanted to die. And then coming here, she was like, I know that I have a purpose and I'm not lost. And I know that there's something out there for me, which is God. Um, and so then they, the person who was like leading these testimonies was like, if anyone in this room is right now struggling with suicide, please stand up. Hmm. And that just like knocked the breath out of every single person because so many people in this room stood up when she said that. And it was just like, so, so heartbreaking to watch. It was so sad. And there's this girl who was like a few people away from us and her friend had to like hold her up because she couldn't stand up on her own. Because she was just like sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And I have a recording of her sobbing. And I listened back to it the other day. And I just like, I mean, it brings me to tears every time. Because just to hear like how heartbroken people are and how hopeless people are. But then they, of course, like explained the hope that you can have in Christ. And just like a few minutes after that, then they asked people, to stand up if they wanted to come to know the Lord. And that same girl stood up. And once again, Mm. she was like weeping and sobbing. And it was just Mm. so beautiful. Cause it was like, you could just watch her like understand that she had hope in her life and Mm. that there was more than just this like dark sadness that she was wallowing in. And so then she went up and she got a Bible and then Monica talked to her for a little bit, which was really cool. Um, But it was just like really intensely hard to see the darkness that is our world, but also really, really cool to know that there's a solution to that and mm. that God offers a mm-hmm. way out. And I wish that that call was being made to the entirety of the world yeah, yeah. because <clears throat> that is the only way. That is the only hope.
0: Yeah. Um, it's So, like, first of all, that uh, gave me chills when uh, yeah. all those... People stood up, for yeah. struggling with suicide, and it's heartbreaking.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, but praise God, uh, they were they were in the room, um, absolutely, and most likely God led them there. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Lord, for caring about those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, from what all three of you are describing, sounds like the excitement of coming back from like a missions trip or Johnny and friends, you know, equivalent of just Mm -hmm. like, Oh my, like, I don't want this excitement to end. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to lose this conviction. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, it's important to know for the people that went, um, and are, and are coming back, um, to realize, I mean, it's important for all of us to understand is that, uh, we shouldn't have the thought like, "Oh, I wish uh, my friend was was there, uh, she would have loved this, yeah, uh, and she really would have just like uh fell in love with jesus mm. if if she was there well, well she couldn't uh, she wasn't there, so mm. I guess that sucks it's like no, 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 we are the church you know? yeah mm-hmm. like God's living inside of us. who are we to say that like we can't just go up and share that too mm-hmm. like this revival is not a a at a in Asbury, yeah, like, this is just a location that happened to collect a bunch of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it was this revival can happen anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The Lord's all about sending us out. He's like, no, go share that message to your friend. Yeah. Go, th- go talk to your friends about Jesus. Um, he's like, watch me work. He's, I'm the one convicting the hearts. They don't need to go to a physical location. They don't need to go to Kentucky to be convicted of their yeah, sin yeah. And, their, and their need for me. So I think that's important. Another yeah. thing that uh, I've been uh, big about is um, I was I'm very cynical in uh, these these kind of situations, and so I I feel like I would uh, would relate to you like showing up there. And it's like got to be prayerful that I'm not just sitting here judging mm-hmm. everyone for um, it's like oh you're crying. And because you're just so happy and thankful for what Jesus has done yeah sit there and judge like oh is this real real or more maybe I'll get mad like God why do I feel like that but I think it's important to understand that um, we each have individual relationships with God and he approaches us and he has a relationship with us specifically mm-hmm. um, based off who we are. Yes, And it's not just this one conglomerate ball of, uh, I have a relationship with this thing. It's like, no, I have a relationship with Amiya, a relationship with Sam, yeah. with Jared, with Corey. And it's each one of those relationships is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, And so that's important to recognize. So, yeah, I don't cry a lot. Um, and uh, I'm not one to just like, you know, weep and lose, like, feeling in my limbs and feel like (laughs) I have to lay on the floor Mm -hmm. out of gratitude. Maybe I will one day. But the point is, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love me um, if I'm not feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't need to have those experiences. Like a small example, I was talking to a buddy who was struggling with the same thing. And it was, it, it's so easy for us to, like, when someone says, like, oh, I was just reading the scripture today, and the Lord spoke to me this morning, and it just, like, it just blew me out. Of, I, I just, like, started tearing up just out of gratitude. We have a hard time, and when people say that, we'll just be like, well, God doesn't do that with me. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, amen. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, maybe he hates me. Maybe, like, uh, it's like, no, 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 no. The, the Lord does the same exact thing with you. It's just like, that's the relationship they have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have a different relationship. Yeah. Um, and I, learning to uh, have my own relationship and not look at other people as it goes along with the jealousy thing. I get jealous at other people. I judge other people. It's like, why can't I just have a relationship with God mm-hmm. and figure yeah. out how to uh, emote with him and figure out how to be convicted? Mm-hmm. Some people get convicted and cry and lay on the ground like, well, you lay on the ground. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the tears don't come. <laughs> um, some people do that, and some people get convicted and be like, "Thank you, Lord."
4: And that's it. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: One of the things that so our cell group is going over gospel fluency, which mm. is recommend too yes. for two out of two, two out of two. Um, and so one of the questions today that I uh, was asking is, um, take a moment to remember specifically how god showed his love and his glory to you mm. to show you that you need to be saved through people through events through whatever but how did he specifically do it for you um because it was it's was pointing out that every single person again has their own relationship but also like getting you to remember like you know for me it was seeing the love of the body of christ it wasn't mm. that somebody tried to fix my life for me yeah. it was unfixable at that <laughs> point um But, you know, seeing the love of, you know, my first ever real friend, Katie, Mm -hmm. you know, showing me love and seeing that that's possible. Yeah. Um, But and then it it called the book, you know, at the end of the chapter was saying, okay, now go do that for other people Hmm. in a sense of other people, too, are not just projects or not, you know. But you have an opportunity to show them the individual caring, like precious love of God by, you know, giving them, filling the needs through Jesus. Yeah. Um, I just thought that it was very beautiful of, you know, each individual person is, you know, yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's a great point. <clears throat> and honestly, like when we think about it, we would hate for God to, uh, um, relate with us exactly how he relates with everyone else. It wouldn't be unique. Yeah. It wouldn't be personal. It would just be, uh, like a standard, like, uh, you know, but, uh, I mean, that's, that's literally the point of relationships is, it, mm-hmm. is it for it to be unique and personal and yeah. intimate and, um, and so I love my relationship with the Lord and it's so different than everyone else's. And, uh, uh, one thing that me and the Lord do is, uh, he just cracks me up sometimes. <laughs> and so I'll be sitting in my car praying and then I'll just start laughing. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> and I'll, I remember my favorite story to share. I've shared this before on the podcast. I was, uh, just talking to God. I was getting, I got McDonald's. And uh, I was talking to God, just praying, and then I spilled my large sweet tea all over myself like <laughs> entirely gone. And I was just soaking wet in sweet tea, sitting in my <laughs> car, and I busted up laughing because I knew he was laughing at me. <laughs> and it's like, that's my relationship with the mm-hmm. Lord, yeah, it's like he's he has fun with me, yeah. and uh, so. I get to enjoy that. It's it's my relationship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I'm glad I have it. Yeah. So, yeah. No no point to look at your relationship with the Lord. And be like I don't have that. It's like
4: yeah. Mm, no. yeah. Comparison so, is a joy killer.
3: It's yeah. Nice. Something I was just thinking about too is like. Uh, like, uh, especially like the teaching we had on, on Tuesday or, or Thursday or whatever fellowship time you have, but <laughs> uh, it's about faith, right? In, in Romans 4, i have talking about Abraham, and it's like, you know, faith is, is active trust in God, and dependence on Him to perform it. And it's like, you know, you have faith in like the big mountaintop experience, like something like Asbury, and then the most mundane thing where like yeah. you know sh- you should read uh, the Bible, but you don't feel like you mm-hmm. want to, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's yeah. like the like some of the stuff you're bringing up of like. Yeah, maybe you don't feel these things, uh, but that doesn't, what does God say? It doesn't mean that God hates you. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the truth? Like, go back to the truth. Like, yep. that's the yep. point, and that's the, uh, with, with our faith is, like, it's based on God's truth. Yep. Um, and, like, you know, the think of James, like, uh, draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. Like, mm. uh, if you don't, you know, you, it's like a call to grow your faith, right? Yep. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, you're as close to God as you want to be. Yeah. Um. So, if you're sitting here like, well, what the heck, God, I don't feel this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. like... Does that mean God hates you? No, it, means, it doesn't mean that. What does he say? Yeah. Go to his word. Grow. It means grow your faith. Like, grow yeah. your trust in him. Yeah. And what he says is true, and that's going to carry you through these times where you don't feel like, oh, that you're here, God. But I know yeah. that you're here because your your word says that.
4: Yeah. Majority of the time, I don't feel all those things. Yeah. But yeah. it's just reminding myself and, like, acting on that truth that, you know, just reading the word is mm-hmm. instilled. Or, yeah. I mean, one of the... And I... I like one of the most beautiful things that just one sentence that Keith said in one of his teachings a long time ago was the word is a treasure. Mm. And I was like, Lord, I do not feel that. I don't understand that. The, Lord, the word of God is not a treasure to me. It's just the Bible. And then I kept praying and asking, and it, mm. it really realized that like <clears throat> this is literally the foundation of your life. When you aren't feeling these things, what continues to help you trust in the Lord mm. is his word. Mm.
3: Yeah. yeah. What are you going back to? Like, what foundation? You yeah, have? Are You yeah, going yeah. back to the Lord? Or are you going back to oh my job now or or my significant other yeah, now? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you taking it from? Or my
4: experiences or what I'm feeling yeah. that day? Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. That's why the thing like that's how like, you keep some like these mountaintop experiences like Giant and friends, Asbury, mm-hmm. whatever like these last when you you take it to the Lord and you go back to His Word and because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not feeling fair you know come back after Asbury and you know, weeks pass and say like, okay well I don't feel like super on fire. but yeah, like, yeah. I, I know what you say is true Lord yeah. and you talk about going and tell people about this. So I'm gonna yeah. go take a step of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like uh. I, I have faith in the Lord and um, I have faith in the Lord, period. Yeah. If hmm. I feel good today, that's just a bonus. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it has, my faith in the Lord has nothing to do with my feelings, and that's what yeah. truly faith is. It's not based on it. Um, so if I feel bad, it's just like, okay, well, self-faith in the Lord, if I feel good, well, it just makes things a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> God's still uh, God. Go. Yeah, um, but yeah, like my faith, uh, my trust in the Lord stays the same. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like not all the time. I'm not perfect, and so it's definitely hard to trust in God when things suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's how our faith should be, and like that's like a, a, a perfected faith, um, which we'll never achieve, but we can hope to. Like you know, yeah. understand through uh, some suffering and some growing and some maturing. Be like, no matter what happens, I'm I'm gonna follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, well, um. Let's see. What would be a good last question here? If uh, you could uh, bring one thing. Great. Uh, or just like one <laughs> one thing that uh, you could... I don't even know. What's... <laughs> Something you want to that's...
1: share with the people. What does our church need?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to say it.
4: Can you repeat the question?
0: <laughs> I... I I can't communicate right now. I feel like
1: what I want to say Mm. could be an answer to the question.
0: Okay. Just ask a question.
1: (laughs) Um, like what do you think that your people or our church need to hear?
2: Mm.
3: Jarrett thinking and processing it. Um,
4: Not to speak for you, but your call to action last night and your teaching was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think my big my big push with because I I taught last time was uh, uh, stop playing it safe. Like because that's how I was feeling is like I feel like I'm playing it safe. Like in my day to day at work at home, like my my priorities are not God's priorities, mm-hmm. uh, and I need to get on the same page with Him and what He's calling to do. Uh, because <laughs> I mean, really really break it down. God is the truly, the only thing that's worth it, like Mm. nothing else. Um, So I would say get on page with God and stop playing it safe. Mm. Um, Take a step of faith today, right now.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tim. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
4: I think kind of what you were mentioning, Corey, but Another McCallum quote, but Mm -hmm. Dar one time in cell group was saying, you know, we want to build tough faith. Mm. Um, So I think that just coming out of you know Asbury, seeing the emotional experience of everything, but being that that's not always going to be there. So I think you know even when the emotional experiences, the the quote unquote spiritual highs aren't there, is that um, going back to the word and trusting in the character of God that he is still there. He loves you no matter what you're experiencing, no matter what, but also that there's a spiritual battle out there. Mm. Um, So I think just building tough faith in his truth and in his promises. Um, A kind of another side note is that for an, person who's very skeptical like myself um i've been questioning whether or not like gen z is just a hopeless generation but Mm. one of the most beautiful things i saw was that this was all gen z (laughs) being reached for god um and so i i pray there's another jesus freak revival because i mean we it's in a generation that needs it but i think that um i'm very doubtful in god's ability to convict people and draw them near to him and that we are just called to go and tell the gospel. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of like going off of what Jared said. It's just be bold. Go say, look, just go tell people about yeah. Jesus. Um, trust that God is working. God is moving mm-hmm. through this generation to draw people near him, no matter how dark it seems. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Right,
2: um,
0: I've had that thought too, like mm. uh, lingering just like a... I mean, uh, Bible backs it up. It's like you know, as days go on, it's just yeah. going to be coming more wicked, and uh, people are going to blaspheme and hate God and yeah. put middle finger to him. That is what's happening. I mean, mm. literally, what happened at the Grammys is, yeah, yeah. awful, and it's just like uh, that's exactly what the Bible is saying is going to happen.
2: Yeah,
0: and yeah. so like, it, it, it's it's sweet to know it, that. Even though like the world is going to get worse, it doesn't mean God's going to be like, well, I'm going to give up a little bit more. No, he's like, no, I'm still here. Yeah. And uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: no, I I still rule here. Mm -hmm. Um, Watch what I can do. Yeah. Watch what I can do in people's lives. Watch how many lives I can transform. Mm -hmm. Watch how many people I send to Kentucky from all around the world. Mm -hmm. He's like, you think this world's getting worse? He's like, well, I'm still great. Yeah. Um, Yes. While we are faithless, he is faithful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, God's pretty good.
1: The same God f- tomorrow, today, and forever. Mm, yeah. Hebrews 11.
0: Four. Forever and ever, amen. Mm, forever amen.
4: And, 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 and yeah. amen. Oh. Say it. I had a... Oh, stop freaking comparing your relationship with God, your experiences, what God is doing in your mm. life to other people is also yeah. what I'd say. Yeah. Because that has sucked the joy out of my life a lot of times. Yeah. So Same. Quit comparing.
1: Which huge plug for Ian's Matthew twenty parable mm. of the harvest mm-hmm. workers teaching. Yeah. You can find it on Freedom Fellowship's YouTube channel.
2: Yeah,
1: from the date that would be a week from today, yesterday, last week. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, today. So sorry, Thursday. those terrible words. It's, it doesn't it's matter. On it's called offensive grace is the title. Yeah, it's called yeah. offensive grace. It was freaking phenomenal. It's exactly what Sam's saying. So, yeah. Amin. Oh. Um, I'm really sorry because I have two points. Okay. (laughs) Point one is return to your first love. Mm. Um, this is something that I think that really like as a Christian kid is the constant call of my life, but it was really cool to see like people are literally traveling from around the world to come to this place and they're not coming because I don't know, there's famous people here or crazy things are happening, but because people are excited about Jesus. Yeah. And it's pretty much just that simple. And it's really cool. And once again, I hope I can share this recording, but like any anytime we sang a song that talked about Jesus' death on the cross, like there was just a pure joy and excitement and screaming and mm. shouting and like celebrating mm. every single time that we would sing about that. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see like, this is the reason why we're we are here. This is the reason why we're going back out. Like this is what our hope and our lives rest in is that Jesus has come to free us. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. And not even that he's going to keep doing that in our lives, but that he already did do that. Like it is done. It's finished.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, If you're listening to this podcast and um, you don't know Jesus or just skeptical of this, whatever's going on in Asbury, the one question I have is why are people traveling all around the world to show up to this little podunk town Hmm. to stand outside in the cold? Just ask yourself that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're not getting anything out of it. There's no drugs. No. There's not enough subway. There's no, not it's just money. It makes zero, zero sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so ask yourself why mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, ponder that. Yeah, investigate that. Yeah, what's your second point?
1: My second thing is, um, and this is something that I think I'm like continuously trying to understand, but I think that. Our church in specific, Freedom Fellowships, uh, lacks a, well, okay, not leadership necessarily, but I think kind of this is like the, the vibe is that we lack understanding and faith in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think that like, because we are not a church that does this, like, we don't do worship services like that. We're obviously not Pentecostal, so we don't have an emphasis on the Holy spirit like that. And I think that that sometimes can translate to like, okay, well, I'm just going to write off all of these works of the Holy spirit that people talk about. And like, we literally all said, we came in with skepticism. We came in with judgment. Like there was people that were like getting exercising demons or people that were like talking about this healing that they're experiencing, like things we are really not used to. Mm -hmm. And I do think that it's like, there is fair criticism to say that not all of those things are probably from the Holy spirit and people probably over-exaggerate that. Mm But I think that the ethos that we have almost built is going way too far the opposite direction Mm. that the Holy Spirit doesn't ever do those things. And it's like once in a lifetime that you're going to see a miracle like that. Where at Asbury, it's like you're seeing all the time that the Holy Spirit is moving and doing big and powerful things. Mm. And I think a lot of the times we just like to, when we talk about what God has done, we kind of like close him out of the Trinity. Like we talk about the father and we talk about Jesus all the time. And we talk about the spirit In ways that are comfortable and ways that we understand, like he intercedes in prayer and he leads us. But even then, I think we just really have a lack of understanding. And I'm saying that for myself because this is like something that I have been thinking about for like the past year is what does it mean to follow the Spirit? What does it mean that he can lead me? What does it mean to like be sensitive to the Spirit? I don't understand those things. And so coming here and just being like, smacked it in the face with my lack of understanding, but mm. more so my lack of faith that the Holy Spirit can move like that was really, really huge. And I don't know what that looks like for us to understand that, but I think mm. that there's too much criticism of it. And we are just like what Jarrett was saying, actually about how you're holding yourself back, essentially. What did you say? It was some quote. It's like your faith only grows as much as you... Oh,
3: yeah. You're as close to God as you want to be.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. And I think it's the same thing where it's like, if you don't trust the spirit can do something, Mm. well, it's not going to happen most likely because you're not going to ask for it and you're not going to actually have faith that that thing could happen. And obviously the Lord still sometimes will go over that. But point is, um, I don't really know what that looks like for us to grow in our understanding of that. But I think that we need to because I think we are missing out.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I think the point that you hit on is, uh, being sensitive to the spirit, I think sums it up because it's not like, oh, I need to go and exercise demons. I yeah, mean, I need, yeah. I need to go do these wild things. It's just like, no, what is the spirit saying?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. It's
0: like that. That's the goal. Yep. Um, it's not about, I need to go do this thing because it's happening over here. In India, they're healing people, they're laying hands, like, we need yeah. to do that more. It's like, no, no, no. We just need to be sensitive to spirit. If the spirit says, hey, go lay hands on Amia because she might have a demon. Um, go do it. Go do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's like, yeah, just be sensitive. Yeah. Be listening. Yeah. Go where the wind blows. Yeah. Yes. Sam Stevens. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I probably um, talked about this in my India episode too, so you could hear me rant about it then, but I think... That that's, you talked about
0: a, the whole entire Bible, actually. I did, I did.
1: Um, what could I say? But that I think sometimes we're like, well, God could only exercise a demon or heal a paralytic in India, probably, because that's like what he does there. Mm. But he might not do that here. You may never see that happen, but that doesn't mean he can't do that. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well said. Well, thank you all so much Thanks, for uh, for uh coming on, sharing your stories. Uh Thank you for being vulnerable, all of you. Um, And, yeah, uh, tune in next time. Hopefully, we'll have Tyler Parra. (laughs) Maybe one day we will. Um, (laughs) Get that boy on here. We also want to add uh, a new, um, what is it called? Segment. Segment. No, that's Uh, not right. A, a new thing to the podcast where, yeah, we interview uh, people about their testimony still. We want to keep that the main focus. But we also want to uh, bring in uh, couples, husband husband and wives. Uh, Do you to, know of any? Um, I know of one.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Got to meet more. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> where talk about their relationship, how it started, because everyone's interested to, you know about love and marriage and uh dating and how all that went everyone uh i'm interested in it and yeah everyone is so um talk about their story and how they met maybe uh some troubles and some things that uh about marriage that's been beautiful um so we want to add that onto the podcast too because ultimately um, god saves us uh, from many things god also saves marriages Um, So we want to include those in. So look forward to those. And uh, that's about it. Later this week, we will release another episode with recordings captured from Amia's time at Asbury. Thanks for tuning in.